I'm Brad, and this is Beyond the Big Red Truck Podcast. is up welcome to episode five yep we made it to episode five what an amazing journey it's been this has been so awesome i uh i've been enjoying this so much i hope you guys have too i can't wait to share more amazing stories from more amazing people i have some great conversations lined up including the one i had today or i'm having today with Di Manuel. Super excited for you guys to uh, hear what we're going to talk about. Di is an amazing dude. He really just wants to help people and uh, live a life of total awesomeness. He's a he's a lifestyle mentor. Uh, Di's written a book called Di Manuel's Whole Life Fitness Manifesto, 30 Minutes a Day for a Healthier Body, Mind, and Spirit. And it's, you know, really it's it's a new kind of fitness book. It's not just about physical health, but whole life fitness that blends mindfulness and personal development with equipment-free workouts. It's an awesome book. So grab it wherever you get your books. Uh, Dai has an amazing website, DaiManual.com. It's got a blog tons and tons of resources for living your optimal life. Uh, Dai also has an online community that is based on the book. It's called the Whole Life Fitness Manifesto 28-Day Challenge. And really, it's about joining a tribe that with people with like-minded interests, uh, people who are trying to change their lives. And, you know, it's it's just... What you'll get when you join is you'll you'll receive daily emails outlining full body, no equipment, 15-minute workouts, which are awesome. Uh, you will receive daily mindfulness and personal development prompts. You'll receive access to a private online community connecting you with your fellow tribe members. And as Dai calls them, your account buddies, to people to keep you accountable. Uh, if you're losing your momentum, you know, these people, you, it's a tribe, it's a it's a group of people that want to help each other get better and live a better life. So it's a great place to start if you don't know what to do. It's a great place if you're already doing something in your life too and you just want maybe a little bit more. You want a little bit more holistic approach, not just one part of your life. So yeah, who is Die Manual? If you don't know who Die is, he's all over social media. He is... He's on Facebook, he's on Instagram, he's on Twitter, he's on Pinterest, he's on all the social media platforms. So find him on there. Again, dimanual.com to join his tribe. It's join, J-O-I-N-W-L-F-M.com. That's join, W-L-F-M.com to join the tribe for the 28-day challenge. And yeah, just do it.
we spent some time together. We've raced together in the O2X race uh, up Grouse Mountain. We've done a workout together in at Van City OCR uh, with Allison Ty, who's another amazing human that I want to t- uh, share her story in a conversation with on the podcast. If you're listening, Allie, um, yeah, I'll, uh, I'm going to reach out to you. Die really is he's an amazing dude. He's a super dad. He considers himself dating his wife. He's uh, the founding partner and former CEO of Fitness Town Inc. He's a keynote speaker, life coach, lifestyle mentor, pro- professional blogger, spokesperson, brand ambassador, freelance writer, podcaster, CrossFit athlete, and coach. He's a BC Children's Hospital ambassador and published author of the book we previously spoke of, Whole Life Fitness Manifesto. He is all over the media, radio, television, the old interweb. He His contributions and appearances include Forbes.com, Huffington Post, Livestrong.com, CanFit Pro, Impact Magazine, Stan Magazine, Vista Magazine, The Province, Shape, North Shore News, Breakfast Television, CKNW, and over 60 podcasts. He's a he's an amazing speaker. So if you get a chance to go hear him speech or hear him hear him speak, go do it. Uh, I can't wait to share this conversation with you. I hope it helps you. I hope, you know, maybe you decide to make some changes in your life because of what you heard here. That is the whole point of this. And or just, you know, grab some takeaways and uh, maybe just try and make some small changes. It's about small incremental changes over time. And that will help you be successful in making changes as opposed to trying to make one gigantic change and change your whole life immediately. Because sometimes that doesn't work. Because sometimes that's unsustainable. So without further ado... Let's get right into it, and I hope you enjoy the conversation with my buddy and mentor, Di Manuel. So yeah, I guess uh, it's pretty early there, man. Is it six o'clock in the morning? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's six, but I'm, I'm usually up at five every morning, yeah. so it's all, it's all good, man. <laughs> yeah, right on. No worries. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, that's good. Do you... Uh, when you when you get up, I, I know a lot of the you know I'm sure we read a lot of the same things. You're you're probably a little bit further ahead in that than me, but um, a lot of the resources out there say five o'clock is is the time to get up, man. Like they, there's a lot of I guess you know successful people that that say that five o'clock is uh, you know getting up before before the early birds almost right and and yeah. getting your your kind of your own personal stuff done so you can uh win the day as they say right so is that kind of like is that kind of what you do at is that yeah. why you kind of get up at well, 5 I, I i've just been getting up at 5 for so long now. oh have you yeah over over 20 years oh it's, man uh, it's it's a big part of my life and uh it's it's just my way of just doing stuff for me you know before the world wakes up right and uh, and I take advantage of that time to, to do whatever I need to do. You know, whether it's practice some mindfulness, do do some mobility work, do some writing, uh, even maybe 
potentially replying to to some clients. Like it, it's sort of a mix. It's whatever I'm feeling I need. Right. Uh, I sort of base it on that. It's not as ritualistic as uh, well. I mean, it's ritualistic in the fact that I do it every every morning. But yes. As far as the set schedule, it, it's it's not um, the same thing morning after morning. Like I, I know that people will do their their gratitude pages and their journals yeah. and and all that and sometimes I do sometimes I don't it depends on how I'm feeling you know like Hal Elrod he's got the the you know the sort of known for the morning ritual and and uh it, it's it's amazing for people yeah. that adopt it I think it's very powerful but uh again over the years I've sort of just adapted what works for me and what gets me started for a successful day you know yeah no I I you know I totally agree I I think too everybody's probably you know, kind of at a different stage where, you know, if you don't have, if you don't have that and you're trying to get something started, kind of, you know, having the, having a little bit of a routine is probably really beneficial, yeah. but then, Definitely. you know, kind of morphs into whatever. And I'm, I'm very similar to yours. I, I kind of do the same similar thing, but then, you know, I, I branch off too to, I try and make sure that, uh, that I don't do too much phone or mm -hmm. emails or anything before I uh, do like some little bit of mindfulness or something, you know, but yeah, just cause then yeah. that mind gets going and, but sure. uh, right on man. So cool. you are in Bali. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. do you want to talk a little bit about Bali? Like I know you guys went there, you went there last year. For yeah. like a month, yeah. maybe three months for it. three months. Yeah. Yeah. And then this year you guys decided to pack it up and, uh, and go to Make Bali for the base. whole year. Yeah. yeah. So how yeah. did, how, why Bali? I mean, I kind of know why Bali, but I mean, sure. it makes sense, but like what kind of conversations well, the, did you guys have that, uh, yeah, you, you know, it all sort of has transpired. I mean, we've, we've been traveling now for, for a few years, um, you know, coming on three years, actually. Uh, well, I guess two and a half right now. It's two and a half years that we've been traveling as a family. But uh, a good chunk of that was in Ontario, where we, we basically set up shop and, um, you know, moved in with my mom as my, my dad was going through, uh, you know, uh, his end of life. Mm -hmm. Um, he was suffering from pancreatic cancer and, uh, you know, so we were fortunate to be in a position where we could just say, well, you know what, let's just live here. Let's, let's, let's be here, you know, right. let's be present and, uh, take what time we have left to, to connect with family. And, and, uh, we had weekend journeys, you know, weekend travels, uh, around, uh, but we, we really hung our hat there for, for a while as, uh, my dad went through that. And, you know, to be honest, it was always, it wasn't like this came out of the blue. My dad's been dealing with, with health issues for, for a number of years now. So, it, you know, when it got to that point, it was like, okay, well, we got to sort of put our, our travel on hold while we right. focus time on family. Right. And because uh, we had aspirations to do overseas travel, but that was always our concern is that, you know, you get over there overseas and all of a sudden something happens and, you know, just... It's that what if situation, right? And um, based on where things were, we we knew it wasn't really a what if; it was just a matter of when. And uh, so, uh, once my dad passed and, and we we uh, settled all all that needed to be settled, uh, we we have been talking. And um, I'd always wanted to go to Bali. 
you know, myself, I, I love warm weather. So does my wife. Like yeah. We are, we just love warm climates. Uh, tropics are, are fantastic. And uh, Bali has always been on my, my dream list, my, my vision boards and, and whatnot. And uh, my wife had traveled around Australia, New Zealand, Southeast Asia uh, years ago before we had kids. And uh, so she had been in Bali for, for a period of time and she only sp- spoke very highly of it. So there you go, man. We, we were like, where do we go? Well, let's go to Bali. And it wasn't just a matter of going and traveling. I wanted to set up and live in Bali for a few months. So we lived here for, for almost three months fell in love with it yeah and uh, I, I wanted to come back as did my family so we we made a commitment to, to come back for 2018 so we came back to north america did a bit more traveling uh you know reconnect with people in vancouver you know we reconnected right yeah <laughs> yeah yeah work at uh, the, the ocr place yeah and, uh, anyways it, it's uh, i had to tie up some loose ends so um, a lot of speaking events and, and whatnot so uh, came back for that and then uh, back to bali but trust me, Bali's one of those places you go there once and it's like, wow, yeah. this place is amazing. Culturally, it's incredible. The food is fantastic. Oh, the, I just so, on your on your yeah. uh, social media, man, the food just yeah. looks like it's I'm in. Yeah. Pops, man. It's super healthy, really clean, and uh, and the people are just wonderful. Yeah. You know? um, I mean, every country deals with a little bit of political strife here and there. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, a lot of it's based on religious issues. Um, well, I shouldn't say they're issues, but... You know, most recently in the news, there's been some some issues in some of the the major cities, but Bali's sort of a sort of like its own little. Uh, well, it's an island, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, man. It, and it's not a very big island. Yeah, uh, but it's it's wonderful. It's really uh, quite the place. So I, I encourage everybody if you get an opportunity to get to Bali at some point in your life, uh, take advantage of it and, and get there. And yeah, enjoy it. absolutely. And I mean, really in the end like you guys and and you're you know it will probably i'll I'll kind of back up in a bit but you you guys it's allowing you guys to live the life that you've chosen based on you know your values and your needs and wants and your healthy lifestyle and it's enabling you to do all the things that you want to do right and like to me that's so inspiring you know obviously maybe not everybody will be able to or wants to go yeah to bali or whatever but i think the concept of you know truly living the life that you want to live based on all those things like that's inspiring man so yeah that's that's so awesome and you know you probably uh the longer you're there hey you know you realize that uh, the less likelihood you're going to come back or maybe you know like <laughs> Is yeah, that kind we'll of the thought, back. or yeah? Vancouver still, we still think of Vancouver as home. You know, yeah, we have a, a lot of, of friends there and um, tight networks, and and my kids are getting to that point now. They're both teenagers, right? Thirteen and fifteen, especially my fifteen-year-old. She's got the strong desire to to go to regular school, to be yeah. in high school. So we we do want to honor that, and uh, so we'll see. We're going to ride out the year and, and see what happens, and uh, you know. We may come back for a stint, uh, but I, I know that traveling will be a part of our existence, you know, ongoing. Um, right. But 
we we like to slow travel, meaning that we like to go and and live somewhere right for a longer period of time, and and it doesn't have to be long, but like even two to three months, go and live someplace for two to three months. You know, get a long term rental for two or three months, stay in one place, and then visit the surroundings, get to know the people, and uh, really experience what it's like to be there, rather than just vacation there. You know, and uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, it, don't get me wrong, this is just what something that's important to us yeah and, uh, you know you touched on something earlier you know this idea that because i have a lot of people they reach out and they're like oh i, I love what you guys are doing it, it is inspiring that but i could never do that and i'm like you know it, it's that limiting self-talk right like that's that's what gets to me because I, I i feel for people because i was like that as well i was very quick to say you know there's no way i could do that that's that's crazy you know maybe tomorrow i got to get this stuff finished before i could even think about doing something like that that's crazy right you know? and and really it comes down to like what is it that you want yeah you know if you want that then that's great but if you don't want it that's great too right but at least having a clear idea of what you want versus what you don't want. And sometimes it's easier to start with making a list of the things that don't matter to you, things that aren't important to you, just so that way it highlights the things that are. And if traveling and, you know, literally creating the lifestyle that you want is important to you, well, then I say go after it. Yeah. You know, just, just start small. Just start taking the steps that bring you a little bit closer every day to, to realizing that goal. Otherwise, you know, that's great, but don't tell me that you wish that you could do that, right? Or you you would love to do that, but you can't because <laughs> no, I don't believe that. No, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. totally. I believe you can. Uh, maybe that's the, the the optimist in me, the perpetual optimist, and uh, but I truly believe it, uh, especially after seeing a lot of other people that we know and we've met along the road um, while on this journey. Uh, you know, th- there's a lot of people that are doing this kind of a thing. You know, just sort of looking at what matters most. And reinventing their lifestyle to, to go after that. Right. And uh, so, you know, for those that are listening, yeah, you can do it if you really want to. But if you don't want to, that's cool too. Yeah. Just be happy wherever you're at, you know, in life, whatever station that is. You got to be just like loving it. Yeah. If you're not loving it right now, and there's something that you want to change. Well, change it. Yeah. And uh, and I know that sounds overly simplistic, and it's obviously requires work. It's not easy. Uh, but I find the process is is simple once you start down that. And, uh, you know, coaches, mentors, even programs that can help you facilitate that. There, there's lots of those out there. Uh, but just make sure you find someone that you really connect with and, and can work with, you know. And uh, we did the same thing. So uh, it's it's been quite the journey, though. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And, and listening to you talk uh, just about, you know, making those changes and, and I think, you know, I know for me, I had to learn that I wanted to make changes really bad and I needed to in my life. I wanted to and needed to, but sometimes it can feel like you are, you know, you're changing, but you don't have, you don't realize that you, you do have to maybe let some other things go to add the things into your life that you want because otherwise it gets too overwhelming. Um, you know, that was, and for me, I, once I finally was able to kind of wrap my head around that and, and start eliminating things that had no meaning for me. And I was just doing them as part of, you know, just cause I've done them before, but to really make those changes, I had to get rid of some things as well to, to add, uh, you know, the things that I wanted to do in my life. Right. So I think the making a change is, is one thing, but to actually, Right. You know, wrap your head around like I, I have to probably, 
you know, get rid of some of the things that are holding me back as well. Yeah. I, I mean, I totally get that. And I think that's, that's sort of a process that we all go through whenever we're in sort of that phase of growth and, you know, change, it, it, it's interesting. There's sort of three phases I, I find, you know, and this is really generalizing it obviously, but uh, th- there's that first phase where, where it just feels unbearable, right? And it does because change is, is challenging because it involves often challenging our beliefs, challenging why do we feel the way we feel, and also start asking that hard question, well, what do I want? You know, like, and it's not like, what do I want for dinner? What movie do I want to see tonight? It, it's like, <laughs> what do I want for my life? Yeah. You know, what do I want for my family? What do I want for my relationship? Like, really start to ask yourself that question. You know, and there's all these guys out there that say start with why. And I'm like, well, yeah, I get it. That, that's important to have that purpose, that vision, that, that driving force, that desire to, to change, that emotional connection, that, that pull. But if you don't know the direction you're being pulled and you don't know whether or not that's really important to you, well... I mean, I, I find it, it's wasted energy at times or, or, or misplaced energy is probably better uh, description. Yeah. So, you know, this first phase is rather unbearable. It, it's very challenging. It, it makes us feel very uncomfortable. And that's really what we move into. You know, once you start to accommodate these new beliefs, these new and getting honest with yourself about what you want and saying, OK, well, this is what I want and start looking at things that you don't want. And, and yeah, go go more minimalist. Like for us, it was just like, OK, well, we don't want to live anywhere you know for a long time we want to start traveling so we have to start getting rid of a lot of our stuff yeah. you know like downsizing 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 and then eventually giving away most most of our belongings yeah. you know and because it was really you know we <laughs> it was just the next yeah. phase and it eventually got to a point where it was now uncomfortable you know it wasn't unbearable anymore we were getting used to this this notion we had created some momentum you know after that initial inertia that initial okay, this is the direction we're headed. This is what we want. So let's start moving towards that. And then it became uncomfortable. Yeah. And the, you know, the more you do it, just like going to the gym, right? Learning a new skill, it's uncomfortable because we're clumsy. We don't might, might not have the coordination. We don't have the athleticism yet to, to potentially do that new sport or that new skill. And, and so it's a process of learning. You know, learning about ourselves and, and teaching ourselves new skills. And uh, so you're uncomfortable. Yeah. But if, over time, you start to get more comfortable with that. And and so you go from unbearable to uncomfortable to literally unstoppable, you know. And then uh, this is where it gets fun because you, all of a sudden you realize that the vision of what you want is being realized. Right. And you're getting closer and closer to that. And it's never going to be perfect because realize we're, we're just looking for progression. We're not looking for per- perfection, right? right? Like we're, we're simply looking to continuously progress in, in that direction. And if you are... And you're living on purpose. Yeah. Right? Like this is a life by design. Yeah. Like it's not just happening for the sake of happening. You are in control of it. And it's never going to go always to plan. And that's okay. But at least overall, in the whole scope of things, you're going in the direction that you chose to go. Right. And I think that is the most empowering thing because a lot of us are. We, we get in. I have people reach out to me all the time. I feel like I'm in a rut. Yeah. I feel like I'm stuck. You know, I feel like I'm just not doing really what I'm meant to be doing. Yeah. And and I'm like, so what's holding you back from doing something? You know, well, I'm not sure what it is I'm supposed to be doing. Okay, well, that's another conversation, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but at least knowing where you're at and knowing that you want to make some changes, that's a great place to begin. Yeah. You know, that's a that's a, a wonderful place to start. Yeah. No, I, I, man, you're, it's like we're speaking the same language for sure, you know, um, 
all the stuff that you're saying is, you know, exactly the way that I've, you know, been able to over the last, you know, couple of years make changes in my life. So, and, you know, with help from you and, and, uh, other resources that I've had, but, uh, yeah, man. So for that, uh, for that, I thank you. And I, uh, I, I kind of want to kind of, if, if you're okay with it, uh, you know, just backing up a little bit just to kind of, uh, talk a little bit about how you got to where you are now and, and what your, you know, the kind of resources and, and, and what you're doing in your book and your, you know, all that kind of stuff and, and, and what you're doing out there because you're doing so many amazing things. I, you know, I don't want to start listing them off. I, I, I kind of like, uh, if you want to kind of just go from, I don't know from where, but the 14 year old story or, you know, wh- whatever you, sure. wherever you want to start from, because I just, uh, your story is, is amazing. And, uh, you know, all the obstacles that you've overcome and to where you are now and helping other people. And it's just amazing, man. And, uh, so yeah, if you if you want to just talk a little bit about that, and I'll kind of cut in when uh, when it's appropriate or whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and it's uh, I, I I've got a, a fondness for for mentorship. You know, I, I'm a true believer in that. And you know, you, you read any of the old classics, and when I say classics, like the things that have really influenced those people that we see today as the personal development gurus, yeah. right? Like the, these mindset gurus, like the Anthony Robbins of the world, right? Like these guys that are, are have a very large platform and they were all inspired and influenced by others prior, you know? And, and uh, you sort of go back to that old Napoleon Hill, you know, uh, think and grow rich. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's like the original, right? right? The OG. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and he talks a lot about the power of the mastermind and, and mentorship and coaching and really just constantly striving for more yeah you know when i say more more is just like if there's something that you're you're requiring more in life well go after it and and this underlying idea of constant measurable improvement in one's life and you know i i didn't know anything about that stuff initially um but when i was young you know between the ages of nine to 14 i lived in a state of morbid obesity so uh, for those that aren't familiar with what that means well my body mass index was over 40 so all the typical uh health issues and, and cliches that accompany someone uh, that's in that state of unhealth. I was living, mm-hmm. you know, shortness of breath, going up the flight of stairs, not able to tie my shoes, uh, just really feeling lethargic, unenergetic, not wanting to do much, you right. know, and, and I found solace in foods. I, I ate a lot of sugary foods. I ate a lot of fatty foods and, and I just didn't move my body much. So, you know, I don't blame anybody for my situation at that time. I, I did it myself. And, uh, you know, for five years of my life. And, and you can imagine at age 14, you know, when I was at my heaviest, I, I had very low self-opinion and, and depression and, and all the other typical psychological and emotional baggage that comes with feeling that way and, and so low. And uh, I, I had thoughts of suicide. I had um, just a lot of dark thoughts. Right. right. I was not happy with who I was at that time. And. I, there, there was a moment where 
I used to shield my eyes uh, coming out of the shower at my dad's. My parents were divorced when I was uh, younger and being at my dad's one weekend. And I used to always shield my eyes, you know, or hope that I was in the shower long enough that the, the mirror would fog up. So when I got out of the shower, I wouldn't have to see myself, oh, you know, man. like even finding photos of me back then, like there's, there's very few. And because I would shield away from that, you know, I was, I was very introverted and based on how I felt about myself. And uh, I remember getting out of the shower that day because we had to, we were in a hurry, so it was like a quick rinse, you know, and getting out and looking at myself in the mirror and just really breaking down right. and feeling absolutely at my lowest. And uh, at that moment, you know, it was like very clear thoughts of, oh man, I should just end all this. This sucks, you know, like nobody likes me. I, I don't like myself. Like it just ending right. things. But to be honest, Brad, like that scared the crap yeah. out of me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, I, yeah. The finality of it yeah. all. Like I was. I was more scared of that than I was of the idea or the prospect that, well, there's only one way to change things right now, and that's me changing. Right. And, you know, at age 14, that, that was it. That was my realization. I, I thought there was, I was at a fork in the road. There was, like, two choices. Like, I either go here or I go there. I don't like over here, so yeah. I better go here. Or I accept how I am now, and I just settle in for, for a ride, you know, and this is my life, and this is the way it's going to be. And I... I decided uh, that I was going to make some changes and you know I was very fortunate because I also my parents were supportive you know they bought me a mountain bike they they took me to the library they really um, encouraged me you know that this desire to change right. you know because prior to that you, you know how this goes uh, people we, we often want to help our friends we want to help our family we see them going through a tough time and we want to help them it's just just human nature to want to nurture want to help yeah. but if people don't want the help it, it's pointless. yeah it really is like it's it's not it's futile and only angers or frustrates them more right um and, and that's how i used to be you know they would try to get me into sports they would try to you know encourage me to, to see a nutritionist like they take me to see certain doctors like it was just but i was not one right but but here I was the change like I wanted it, and uh, they encouraged. It. So I I connected with people that I felt had the health levels and the fitness levels that I wanted. You know they got me a gym membership. I started to to just get around these other associations, and through doing that I slowly transformed. You know literally over about an eighteen to twenty month period I lost the weight. I I kickstarted puberty, so I started to gain more muscle mass, started to burn the fat. But I also started to educate myself on how I was fueling my body, and. Uh, Fast forward those 20 months, I, I had a true transformation, like literally uh, a full transformation. Now, uh, the emotional piece wasn't fully transformed. It wasn't really. I was a teen, man, a teen boy. Like, <laughs> give me a break. Yeah. yeah. But the physical change was, was drastic, and with that, there was some emotional changes, some psychological changes, spiritual changes, if you will. Um, but that that really didn't happen in, in a big way until I got into my 30s, you know, because there was still a lot of the old baggage I carried with me, in, even into my 20s, but that created a lot of other complications and looking for acceptance, looking for reassurances from people, looking for the pat on the back, you know, and um, in, in any endeavor, because a, as that boy that felt unwanted and not satisfied with who he was, uh, I carried that into my early adulthood. And uh, a lot of that baggage held me back in certain ways. Right. You know, and also uh, I was very uncomfortable socially a lot of the time. So I, I became someone that was very much a social drinker. And uh, even though I've been in the fitness industry over 20 years and living the healthy lifestyle, I had this other piece of me that wasn't very healthy. Right. 
you know, and I would drink a lot and uh, because it, it would help me be comfortable in social situations and became just this easy way of, of also numbing my days at times, you know, and it became my stress relief at the end of the day. And um, so, uh, you know, and this is a story I've shared. People can, can read more on it. I've got a series on, on this and uh, called Addiction Free Life. Yeah, which and, is a great, uh, uh, great resource too. Thank yeah. you. And, and I haven't drank for over eight years now and that's just a personal yeah. choice. Like I, I don't, I I have you know you, you, I don't want to have a conversation about addictions and uh, I have a, a certain belief about that and uh, I share that on my my website yep. but um, I I don't believe it was addiction but I, it was based on my emotional state and and who I was I needed to grow and needed to evolve right so, anyways you know fast forward man it's uh, I got into a career very early on in life started having kids early on in life after I met my my beautiful wife and she's also my business partner yeah and my best she's friend, amazing and, too uh, we, we yeah, this is amazing. Yeah. Like it's, we, we do everything together, and um, we've really designed a life together. Right. You know, the the life that we both want, and it didn't happen overnight. You know, I, I worked for 17 years in a career uh, in the fitness industry, selling fitness equipment, accessories, supplements, apparel. You know, and uh, I, and I loved it. it. It was great, but eventually it got to a point. You know, mid 30s, where I was like, is this the path for me for the next 20, 30, 40 years? Like, is this, yeah. a, is this what I'm meant to be doing? And holy crap, man, that is a scary prospect, right? Yeah, for sure. When you, I mean, when Brad, you actually, Brad, you've been going through a transition, yeah. like, you know what this is yeah. like, yeah, man, it rocks, it rocks your world. Oh, man. absolutely. It's, uh, I mean, it, you, you don't, if you don't actually s- kind of look at it and, you know, at some point you're, you know, you find yourself at. 50, 60 years old and go like, what did I do? You know, what did I do with my life? And I, I just kind of let it all happen. Uh, and you know, I, I mean my, my situation. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of, uh, you know, had some stuff happen, but you know, through healing and all that, it's like, man, I, I, I need to do this for me and I, I just need to make this change and I don't know what's going to happen and I don't know, you know, the outcome, but I'm doing it and I'm following my, I started questioning things and I started following just, you know, my gut and my heart and I knew what I was doing was right. And I still don't know cause it's not over yet, but, uh, yeah. the little, but you know, it's about just about doing it and taking that leap and just trusting when you learn to trust yourself. That's what I found for me is that was the biggest thing. I truly trust myself to know that I'm doing what's right for me and, and it will be okay. And if it's not what, you know, if it's not the exact right thing, well then I'll do something else. And then, but for me it was, you know, it's about just actually taking a look and and doing it right. And yeah, no, I, I a hundred percent get that. Yeah. And it's it's a prospect, right? Like it's it's this whole idea of well, when you start opening up that that can of worms, as they say, you know. And I don't think it's a can of worms. I think it's a can of opportunities. Yeah. And it, it's just all of a sudden you start to look at things a little bit differently. You start to value things a little bit differently. And and because you know, in my twenties and even in my early thirties, I was very much uh, chasing status. Right. You know, like I was. Uh, very career focused to the point that, yeah, I missed out on uh, a lot of first opportunities with my kids because I was working, you know, I was either traveling for work or I was, you know, at a conference or trade show or a sales meeting. Like I was, I was working and, um, 
you know, I, I heard an amazing quote the other day, this, this whole idea of, because I was someone that was collecting a lot of tomorrows, right? I was like, oh, I'll get to that tomorrow, or, or I'll do that a little bit later. Once I get this done, I'll focus on that, or even say to my kids, you know, no, we'll, we'll do that tomorrow. We'll do that tomorrow. And, and w- you know, this quote was so beautiful, like, and it said, you know, if you're a collector of tomorrows, all of a sudden one day you'll wake up and all you have left is a pile of empty yesterdays. Right. Yeah, that's... And, <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's awful. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's awful, beautiful. But uh, I was definitely someone who was very quick to say, no, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. You know, daddy's tired. Like, just... Yeah. Oh, no, man. I, I, and kids yeah, I get it. So darn fast, you know? So darn fast. Yeah. And... Uh, they just remind us how quickly we're aging as well. Our time is ticking, and we do have limited time on this planet. And you know, some people feel it, it's somewhat negative or, or s- pessimistic that I, uh, I I'm reminding people that we're going to die. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, because we are. Right. Like, I'm not being naive here. I'm just stating what I appear, you know, what I have accepted as a fact. And it is empowering knowing that there will be a point where life as I know it right now is not going to be. And that's okay. Yeah. But I'm going to do whatever I can today because I have today. And I know I have today. And, you know, I could totally talk about power now. You yeah. Know? Like th- there's all these fantastic resources that, that, that are out there and these great minds that have shared some amazing concepts and philosophies and ideas. And But at the end of the day, we all have to live with ourselves. Yeah. And th- if you're not happy with your current situation, you have to ask yourself, well, why aren't I happy? Yeah. And just be okay with exploring that. And and that's where mentorship comes into play and coaching comes into play because sometimes asking those questions ourselves, it's hard. It is. It's not natural for us, you know. And, and sometimes we're not able to go deep. You know, I always laugh at the Shrek analogy, right? You remember Shrek and Donkey talking about onions. Yeah. You know, you're like an onion. Well, onions got layers, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and talking about peeling back those layers to, to get to the nut of it. And, and that's where a good mentor and coach can, can be very invaluable. And that's why I, I always sort of lean back to this idea of mentorship and, and really getting around association of people of like mind. Like get around people like you. Because if you do, or people that are wanting more like you, because you'll inspire one another, you'll lift each other up, you'll elevate each other's game and, and evolve together. And uh, it can be lonely at times when we're trying to do this on our own, especially if our spheres of influence, you know, aren't, aren't on the same wavelength. Oh. It's, it's, gonna hold you back absolutely and and i you know just uh i just when i was uh re-reading your book and doing some little bit of research but it just made me think of one of the things uh, that you talked about in your book too whole life fitness manifesto which we can get into but uh you know you talk about human connection uh and the power of human connection and being around people and i mean you have a like a little uh a little section in there about that. And it just was like, yeah, you know, I like when you said, uh, you know, you, yeah, you can do so much on your own, but at some point you got to get out there and, and have that connection. I, I mean, that's one of the things that I, I honestly love about what I'm doing right now. And it's, you know, even with just the podcast, I know we're not obviously in the same room, but when I get the chance to talk to somebody, face to face and get the energy and have that connection with someone who, you know, we're, we're talking about things that we both care about and, you know, having that human connection and be around people that feel, you know, similar to you or have similar values, all that kind of stuff. Like, I just think 
you're, you know, the way you talk about the power of human connection, I just, you know, I, I think that is a truly amazing statement. I, I just love it. So anyways. Well, thank you. And it, you know, it reminds me that when you were talking there, I was thinking that there's this African proverb I read and I think I ended up sharing on Instagram too. Just, I like to share quotes. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, there, there was this quote about, you know, you can travel alone fast or you can travel with many and go very far. Right. You know? and, and it's, it's this idea that, yeah, you can go solo. You can go really fast if you want to go by yourself. But you know, that long journey, that long haul, man, you can go much further when you're with a, a tribe, right. you know, a community. And, uh, I, I think that's really what I know my family and I, I think it's the biggest thing that we miss from Vancouver is those pockets uh, of social networks that we really nurtured over, you know, our entire time being living in Vancouver and, you know, our, our, our communities that we were serving and we, we miss that interaction on a regular basis. Right. right? And, and we've been fortunate. We've been able to recreate some of that online through various social uh, networks and private communities and, and it's great, but you're absolutely right. That that human connection, that energy exchange when you're in person with somebody, that that is something very unique and very special. And uh, so, you know, uh, we, we seek that out here in Bali, obviously. Like we do a lot of social things here and interact with a lot of groups. And uh, but it, it's it's an important piece of life, right? It's really connection. Oh, absolutely. I just uh, yeah, I, that's one you know one of the things that definitely stood out for me amongst others in your book, but, uh, uh, do you want to talk a little bit about your book? Dear. Ah, oh, well, I mean, Hey, you, you know, for people that are listening, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think a lot of us, we, we get to a point where we start questioning things. Mm-hmm. I think it happens in all of our lives. Like at some point in time we have that philo- philosophical thought that, that existential thought of like, is this all, is this what life is about you know we start to question some of these these things yeah. in in life and they're not little things these are big concepts right and and sometimes the questioning it's easier to numb ourselves it is easier to to, to drink it is easier to just watch netflix and binge it and it, sometimes it's easier to to avoid certain things in our life that bring us joy mm-hmm. <laughs> because we feel small you know and and it's i get it man there's over 7 billion people on this planet. Like, I'm one of 7 billion, yeah. you know, uh, on a planet of, of uh, billions upon billions uh, of universes, yeah. you know, of other planets. And like it, it's, it's too overwhelming to even... Whoa, it, it is. Even, yeah. It is overwhelming, right? But I am me. And uh, it, anyways, it, it, you know, I'm, I'm not looking to go down that path. Um, my, my background is philosophy and English lit. It's actually when I went to university. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. I tend to, to gravitate that way at times and, and gets me all excited talking about those bigger ideas. But it, I like to always relate it back to people, you know, and your current state and where you're at and who you are and what gets you excited about life and doing what you're doing. And at the end of the day, uh, a lot of people are just, they get to that point and it's like, where do I start? Right. What do I do? And I, I used to see that happen all the time. You know, after 20 years in the wellness space, uh, I, I've heard a lot of excuses, you know, which, which really aren't excuses they are just bad habits in disguise, you know, like they are literally, if you use the same excuse more than once, it's now a habit. Okay. <laughs> it's not an excuse anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like you're feeding the homework to the dog. Okay. Yeah. Like I know yeah. you are. <laughs> you know, dog ate my homework once. Okay. Twice. Now mm, you're feeding it to yeah. it. You know, like it's, so you have to start to, to question yourself and ask yourself, well, is this really an excuse or is this just something that I'm doing habitually? And do am I proud of this? 
do I like this? Do I want to change this? What do I need to do to start changing this? And so I sought out to, to really help a lot of people impact a lot of lives, but give them something simple that they could implement into everyday life. Not have to reinvent their lifestyle overnight because I know how challenging that can be. And it can be very overwhelming. Yeah. I see a lot of people do that. I mean, look at January, right? January 1st, what happens? Yeah. Everybody says, this is my new lifestyle. I'm going to live this way. I'm going to do this. And then come February 1st, over half of them have stopped. Yeah. You know, like it's 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 unfortunate. Yeah, the gym memberships go down, of, go yeah. right down. and yeah. Yeah. People try to reinvent themselves overnight. And, it, you know, it's that zero to 10K overnight. And it's like, oh, I'm going to sign up and do a 10K run, you know. And it's like, well, how much running have you done? Well, I've done zero in 10 years. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might want to gradually work yeah. ways, you know. And, and so I, I really wanted to create something that was simple and easy to plug and play into even the business of lifestyle. So the, the foundation of the whole Life Fitness Manifesto is just this. It's you commit to 28 days. It's a phase. And in those four weeks, every day you carve out 30 minutes for yourself. And in that 30 minutes, you have 15 minutes of movement with purpose, five minutes of mindful meditation, along with 10 minutes of personal development. So we call that the power 30. And it's really just 2% of every 24 hours that you're investing 100% into your body, your mind, and your spirit to improve you not only physically, but emotionally, spiritually, and psychologically. You know, And, and we see improvements in all those areas when people commit to this process. And so earlier I said, you know, at first it might be a bit unbearable. You might have to get up a bit earlier to fit in that 30 minutes. Okay. But it'll eventually just be uncomfortable. And pretty soon, and this is what we've seen with the thousands that have been through the program, you become unstoppable. You, you adopt a new lifestyle. And that takes time. Like I told you before, it took me 18, almost 20 months to, to fully realize my transformation as that overweight teenager. Um, some people might be a bit quicker. Some people might be a bit longer. But the point is, you just get started. Right. right? You, you choose, like, I matter. I'm important enough to, to commit to this process. And, yeah, I love myself enough to, to say I want some change in my life, and I'm going to do this. And it's literally a, a, a program that you can plug and play. Even the busiest of people have had success with it. And, uh, and we've got a great free online community that you can plug into so you get around like-minded people. And the program's free. Books now. Yeah. You want to buy yeah. the book? Hey, thank you for buying. The book's it. wonderful. Uh, yeah, you get it at like chapters at Amazon. Yeah, you know, uh, or Barnes and Noble in the states. Like, it, it, it's a great book. We put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in that thing, and it's it, we're very proud of it. But we didn't want the limit that to limit people from getting access to the to the knowledge and the wisdom that we put into that book and and the success stories that that, that can motivate people and. So just go to joinwlfm.com and you can sign up for free, right. get the daily workouts for free. You know, we even do a Facebook Live, uh, you know, typically, uh, quite regularly, where we invite people to, to work out with us. So you're not doing it on yeah. your own. You might be alone, but you're not right. alone. Uh, sorry, you might be doing it on your own, but you're never alone. You know, like this this idea of, of still leveraging social networks for what I believe that they're most that they're best for. You know, the Facebooks of the world. I think they're an amazing tool. Right. If we use them as a tool to, to get what we want in life, you know, um, not necessarily as something to, to numb and pass the time. Right. No, I, I think that's, you know, I, I think it's great because, you know, there are different people and everyone, you know, people are at different stages. And so for some people, the book is probably a really good starting point. Right. And uh, maybe they aren't ready to reach out to the community because it does, you know, it gives you a workout plan. It gives you, tools to actually implement it's the you know the actual what to do and how to do it right and so you know maybe some people need that and then the 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 facebook lives and 
maybe people want to do that because they either don't know how to. So seeing it for some people, if they're visual, uh, you know, is super beneficial. And the fact that you guys are awesome and make it fun and, and, uh, you know, that there's that human connection again, right? Even though it's over a camera, it's, you know, at least it's the human connection and you feel like you're with somebody and people need that. So I think looking at it from my point of view, it's just such a awesome, well-rounded, uh, resource that you guys have out there. And, um, do, and do, do you guys, uh, do you guys have it? Like, I can't remember if it's ongoing cause it's, it's the 28 days, right? And then is it, is it, it stops and then it, it starts up again or, or is it continuous yeah, or how? It's four weeks on one week. Off. Okay. So we, we run it four weeks on one week off. We encourage people to do that with life. And yeah, for sure. Like it's, you know, the whole idea of periodization. Well, I, I believe we should periodize everything in life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we're going to have times where we just, we, we, we push ourselves. We, we drive to that goal and then we got to ease off on the gas. You know, we got to take some time to reflect on what we've accomplished and where was there opportunities to do things differently. And you need that act uh, of intentional reflection. Right. Right. And so we really want to create that space. And a lot of people will continue just with the lifestyle that they've started to create for themselves. They're still active uh, during that week off. But, but we've just said, you know, here's a week to just sort of reset, refocus, recalibrate, you know, reignite. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, relaunch yourself uh, and set a new four-week uh, goal. And, and we're, we're big on goals, uh, but more more than goals, like visions, you know, desires, and what is it that you want, and, and what can we do in the next four weeks, 28 days, that would get you closer right. to that, maybe even achieve that. And uh, so, so that's sort of how we've structured that. And yeah, the, the, all the materials are there and supports there. And, and obviously we have other programs where we dive deeper with people on a more, uh, more custom basis. And, uh, and those are some of the other programs that we offer. Right. Yeah. Which are paid. They're not. Paid. Yeah. No, <laughs> just, you know, it's an investment, but it's an investment that pays massive dividends for those. That embrace right. It. No. And I, I think the, to get started, I mean, this is uh, this is amazing, you know, an amazing resource, and like you said, for free, you can't uh, yeah, like the 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 actual content and the resources that people get for this. Not to mention on your website, I think if you sign up, is it if you sign up for the email, you get the ninety nine workouts. Is that yeah? That's 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 gonna be going away. Oh, is it okay? I, I, you know, it's been on my blog for a long time. It's just ninety nine workouts. Yeah, I, I used it, man. Honestly, I like yeah, it's, it's like years ago. I I just like when I was you know super into all the you know high intensity Tabata stuff when I first started. It was like, oh, yeah. this is awesome, you know. So, but it, it yeah. Those those little things are yeah, great. That's, to, that's where our newsletter on my blog, but uh, the whole Life Fitness Manifesto is on its own website. And just join WLFM.com. Or it's really easy to find it uh, pretty much on any of my social channels as well. But, uh, yeah, it's it's there. It's set up for people to embrace if they're ready to make some changes, you know, and uh, realize my wife and I were, were out there. And if you do email us, uh, it is us that email you back. Yeah. yeah. So please be patient. <laughs> we will get back to you. It just might not be right away. Yeah. Um, we, we get a fair, fair bit of messages, but, uh, we're, we're here to serve and, uh, really try to provide as much value as we can. And, and I know that, uh, like, I just constantly think back 
to, to, to the transformation I went through as a kid, you know, and, as I was becoming an adult. And had I not had that support around me, you know, those people that were willing to extend their hand when I extended my own asking for help. Yeah. My life would be very different today. Yeah. You know, and, and that's why I really, truly am excited and honored and, and value the position that I'm in today. And, and I don't take it lightly is we have the opportunity to really help a lot of people. And uh, uh, every day I'm grateful for that. And uh, I always ask myself, what's if I can impact one person today, I can go to bed tonight yeah. and feel really good. Like that I've lived on point. And uh, I, I guess, uh, you know, that's the biggest question I like to throw back on people. You know, at, at the end of the day, do you feel satisfied that you lived into who you meant to be and and who you're becoming? Because if you can say yes to that, well, hey, you're winning, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you're doing great. And just keep doing that and do more of it. And uh, so I want people to, to feel that, to, to have that satisfaction and, and that, that just that joy with knowing that you're living on purpose. Right. And yeah. And, and I mean, I just, I'll say again, and I know I said it before and I'll probably say it when I do, uh, you know, the intro to this podcast and all that, but I mean, it's inspiring, man, because you do have such an amazing story of, you know, everyone, I, I believe, you know, and cause I experienced the same thing where it was just there's for some reason there's just that aha moment in your life and you know amazingly for you it happened at 14 which is just in itself unbelievable how you were able to start transforming your life there and you just you know looking looking at it from the outside I I think you know you're just destined to be helping people and and influencing people if you're doing that for yourself at 14 years old so Man, it's super inspirational, and uh, again, I uh, I'm so grateful that I, I met you and that I've used your resources, and you know, I still plan on using more of your resources uh, when I'm ready. But uh, yeah, so I, I thank you, man, and I I do uh, I do appreciate you coming on the podcast and and talking about your stuff because I think it you know the amount of people that you know I'm probably I'm pretty sure there's going to be a, like at least a million people listening to this. So, you know, <laughs> I'm kidding. But anyways, you know, maybe, hey, you know, what, man, I got to say, like, just real yeah. quick, like, you know, your energy has been incredible. Like ever since we started just connecting and just, you, you know, Brad, uh, you're into life, man. And uh, and I get that. And, and I know you're you're you've been going through this journey yourself, right? Yeah. Like you've just been embracing it, and uh, I, I, I'm inspired every time I talk to you. Yeah. Okay, it, it goes both yeah. ways, and you're motivating lots of people. And I think what you're doing is fantastic. And I'm excited that you've just embraced this journey. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you said it earlier. It's like you're not sure where it's going, 100 percent yet. And I don't think any of us do. Like my wife and I, we have no idea. We're in Bali, yeah. sure, but yeah, yeah. hey, we're we're living life. Like it's fine. We have people come visit us, and we've had pretty much visitors nonstop since like since we got here six months oh that's awesome and uh, yeah it's cool right but people come here and they visit us we're like you know this is life for us (laughs) it's not a vacation for us (laughs) (laughs) so it's 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 reminding some people you know like what we are doing it's this is our vocation this is our everything this is what we do and it's not a short-term thing and and i think that's been the greatest thing about watching what you've been experiencing is 
you're just a sponge, man. You're out there. You're doing something. Yeah. You're proactive in your design of what you want in life. Right. And that itself is inspirational for anyone that's listening, just to watch what you're doing, you know, to hear what you're doing, to see what you're doing, what you're sharing socially. It, it's very inspiring because you are, again, someone that's doing exactly what you say and support others to be doing. Yeah. So it's it's different, yeah. right? Because that's, that's really where I find mentorship and coaching differs. Right. Mentorship is typically people that are, are actively doing something that you want to be doing or have already found success or have already achieved something that you want to achieve. And it's looking to them to help you do the same thing, but in a fraction of the time. Right. And that's why there's so many great books and resources out there. I mean, gosh, a lot of this information is already there. Yeah. But there's a difference between knowledge and wisdom, right? right? Like knowledge is just going on YouTube and Google and typing information and reading a Wikipedia page, right? Like that's some great knowledge. Right. But how do you take that knowledge and apply it to your life? Right. You know, and continuously apply it, evolve it to your situation and help you get what you want. Well, that's wisdom. And that comes through experience. And it comes through time. Right. And be patient, right? Just be patient with the process. Keep keep the eyes focused on the prize. Yeah, man. <laughs> and just keep running after it. And uh, so I, I, I feel inspired just, just chatting with you. And I appreciate this opportunity. Oh. It's been, been really a pleasure. Oh, I thank you. I think I'm blushing right now. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah good man cool man well uh yeah like i probably could you know do five episodes with with you but uh yeah we're uh i uh i think uh i think we're good and you know hopefully we can connect again and do a you know do another episode on you know maybe some a different topic or Nutrition, mindset, productivity, health. I mean, man, yeah. you tell me what you want to talk about. I am all for yeah. it. I'm game. And some of the new stuff I've been talking about, and uh, I don't know, some of my Facebook videos, I, I'm a big fan of Toastmasters, so I've been experimenting with the – well, actually, I've just been sharing. Yeah. Uh, so, Brad, you know how it goes. I mean, often you're inspired by what you're dealing with right. in life, right? Like what you're going through right now. Like I'm going through a transition right yeah. now. I'm going through a, a state of change. And as I'm doing more reading and just exploring and asking myself some of these questions, I'm, I'm starting to document what I'm going through. And, and I'm sharing these in these Toastmaster speeches at these different clubs that I've been visiting in Bali. And uh, I've been just posting them on Facebook. You know, I'm just throwing them up there on my page. And uh, so if you want to get a sort of a feel of what's going on in my life currently, just watch the last few speeches I've done at these Toastmasters meetings. And you, you get a pretty good indication of some of the things I'm working right. through, you know. Especially when it comes to motivation and direction and, and just going after what you right. want. And uh, what does that mean? What is that? How do you even start that process, yeah. right? Like, it, it's such a big question. And, and I'll tell you, man, it, it was pretty comfortable working the career I was in. I was there for 17 years. I could have been there for 17 yeah. more. But the desire to make a change outweighed the desire to stay in the same. Right. And so we just went for it, man. And uh, you've been doing the same thing. So sorry, I get off. No, that's no. I'm the I'm the same way, man. I I probably can say try and say goodbye five times, and we'll just keep talking about about stuff because uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. The more we talk, the more the wheels are turning, and and that's why I say, you know, like honestly, uh, you know, next time we'll I'll I'll think of a couple topics, and uh, but I just kind of wanted to, you know, really get your story out there and, and, uh, you know, try and give people some resources to help them, you know, live the life that they want. And, uh, 
and uh, you know you're doing that and you're living that and you're helping people do it with them for themselves so uh, just I just had, I did have one question that uh, I might uh, it's not going to shock you but uh, it's not a bad question it's a good question but because I didn't tell you about it but uh, uh, just honestly it's real easy I just wanted to know like is there one thing that you do tell people or could tell people that might kind of help them get going on the path to as you call it the path to awesomeness (laughs) yeah for sure you know it really boils down to to uh, I've used this analogy a number of times with this idea of, of but I think it's because my wife and I, we have an attraction to beaches, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's often one of those things like when we meet people, we always ask ourselves like, are these people we could see ourselves on the beaches of the world mm-hmm. with, you know, like, you know, when you meet somebody, it's like, Hey, could, could I see our families hanging out together on beaches around the right. world? And if we say yes to that, it's like, man, these are cool people. We want to get to know yeah. them better. We want to spend more time. We want to invest our time in them. And hopefully they too in us, right? right. Like it, it goes both yeah. ways. And um, I think it's the attraction to beaches. We we seem to use that analogy a lot. Now, but envision yourself on the beach, right? And, and just draw a line in front of your toes. And as you're looking down at those that line right in front of your toes, step over it. That line is a representation of everything in your life up to now. Right. Every experience that you've had, every bit of knowledge, every job, every conversation, every thought, feeling, everything has brought you to that line. And as you step over that, realize you're acknowledging everything that happened prior, everything behind you. Because if you turn back and you look backwards, yeah, you've accomplished a lot. There's a lot of wisdom there. But you're now on the other side of the line. And everything in front of you has not been determined. Right. You right now get to choose. Choose anything. You can choose to be whoever you want to be, to go in whatever direction you want to go, to have whatever conversation you want to have, whatever thought you want to have, put whatever idea in your own head through the books that you read, the people that you talk to, the conversations that you have, the podcasts that you listen to. Right now, you are fully empowered to do whatever the hell you want to <laughs> do. And if you want to make a change, make a change. It It, it is really, and, and people are like, it can't be that easy. And I'm like, well, yeah, it, it actually can be. I think just some of us can't appreciate that it can be that. Easy. Right. Uh, no, man. I, and it's just, I, it's just get started, right? Yeah. Just start. I love it too because that, you know, makes so much sense to me because it is really that easy. On some level, it is that easy because you just have to choose to do it. That's right. And, uh, just, I mean, looking at it for me, because that's the only way I can look at it. But, uh, for me, it's like that visual physical line and then actually stepping over it is very impactful. I I just, you know, when you were talking about, I'm like, yeah, man, that is awesome. I love that because sometimes you just need that kind of physical, like, okay, I did it. It might seem simple, but I did it. And now look what I can do anything. You know, if you, anyways, I, I, I get excited about that kind of stuff. Cause, uh, I love all those little, little things and little, <laughs> the little mental, uh, you know, my, not mind games, but you know what I mean? I love yeah. that. I love no, that totally. stuff. It's just that visualization. Yeah. Right. And I think it's sort of where everything starts anyways. We, okay. 
man, at the end of the day, there's one person that you got to be okay with, and that is yeah. you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like really, at the end of the day, this whole idea of ego and it's true, right? I mean, yeah. it's the one voice that we can never shut yeah. up. We can work hard at shutting it yeah. up. I, I mean, I know I did. I, I looked to drink. I looked to a lot of past habits yeah. to sort of numb that voice. And really what it was, it was just I wasn't happy with what the voice was saying. You know, it was challenging me to want to do more. Right. But I was like, shut up. I don't want to do that. I'm scared. Yeah. I'm fearful. I'm, I, that, that idea of change is very unbearable right now. I can't even imagine. And it's creating that space, yeah. that opportunity to really start to dive deeper with how you're feeling and, and realize, okay, well, if I'm not happy, am I ever going to be happy? Well, yeah, you can be, but you have to choose happiness. Right. And, you know, and I'll just share one quick resource is, is The Five Regrets of the Dying by Bronnie Ware. And it's funny, I talked about the dying. Yeah, thing, no, but, but yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. This lady, and, you know, if you don't want to do that, just listen to her TED Talk. She has a Bronnie Ware, fantastic TED Talk. She's an Aussie. And, uh, she wrote a book called Five Regrets of the Dying. And what she did was she basically had conversations with people that were at end of life, you know, at, at on their final, sort of their final place, that final station in life where, you know, she was able to, to have these conversations and really ask these people some simple questions that, uh, that basically got to the point of like, what do you regret? You know, is there anything in life that you regret not doing? You know, in your 80 years of life, is there anything right now as you lay in this bed or you, you wait here, you know, knowing that death is close? Is there anything you regret? And, and what she found is there's five common themes that kept recurring. I won't share them all, but but one of the, the ones that always resonated with me was people, a lot of people said that they regret that they not allowed themselves to be happy. Mm -hmm. You know, and this, this implies choosing to be happy, choosing to go for happiness versus anything else. You okay. know? And not, not happiness out of spite, not happiness out of, of hurting someone no. else to, to satisfy yourself, but, but truly just happiness, to be happy with oneself, happy with where they're at in life. Because you can go for the fancy cars, you can go for the nice homes, you can you can go for all that that glitz, but you're not taking any of that with you. Right. And at the end of the day, is that what brings you happiness? If it is, then hey, go fill your coffers, go for it, man. <laughs> um, but you know, if it's just something that you're doing for the sake of doing it, in hopes that it'll bring you happiness, and it's not bringing you happiness, don't think that you know doing another ten years of that is going to bring you any happiness. Right. You know, make any happiness. So. Anyways, that, that was it. That was just another resource that I think uh, people can find some tremendous value in and, and some enlightenment. Yeah. And uh, so, no. anyways, I got a lot of them. So, you just, uh, we can have many conversations on that. Oh, buddy, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited. I, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm writing a whole bunch of stuff down here. So, uh, I will uh, definitely reach out to you again. Again, I, I just uh, thank you. Thanks for taking the time, man, to uh, talk to me. I know it's, still early there you could probably go grab some coffee and <laughs> you know what i uh, you're you're not gonna believe this but i am now um gosh it's been uh so let's see it's been six weeks since i've had oh coffee. so are you a tea guy yeah are you a tea or i uh just started reintroducing tea oh, yeah uh, like some green tea every day but uh you know what it got to a point brad where i was like I I was I found myself saying you know I can't get my day started without my right. coffee, like I if you ever get to a point where you, you have something that you need and that's outside of you, and you say that it's going to affect your mood and can affect the quality of your life by not having it, you have to start questioning, you know the the power it has over right. you and and I got into that point and you know me man I'm a big coffee drinker <laughs> I've been a big coffee I talk about it on social all the yeah. time. Bulletproof well, I was going to say, yeah, the bulletproof. I remember that. Yeah. And I, I tried that too, yeah. but 
so yeah, no, I'm, and I was just like, you know what, I'm going to go no coffee for a yeah. bit, just because I want to ensure I, I don't like anything having that kind of a hold right. over me, you know. And so this was sort of that last caveat, that last little piece that had to be challenged. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, it, it's uh, green tea right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How is the is it? So you was that before you got there? To Bali or? Uh, no, no, it's been since I've been Okay. There. So uh, how is the coffee over there? Oh, it's wonderful, yeah. man. You, you know, there's, there's Borneo over here, which is uh, uh, another island that's not, not far from Bali. And uh, there's, there's great coffee there. We also have Luwak coffee here. And uh, there, there's, I mean, nice. there's fantastic coffee. Just great yeah, coffee. You absolutely. Know? And they have Starbucks here. Yeah, too, yeah. <laughs> the more traditional you can, but uh, they make Bali coffee. It's, it's wonderful. And, um, it's definitely it's great stuff you know i love my coffee but it got to a point where it was like i i was like emotional yeah. if i didn't get my yeah. coffee and i was like oh man this is this isn't good <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, I, I i need to to quell this habit yeah you know, just to make sure that it's not uh, right yeah for sure uh, it's a choice you know so uh yeah you, you just uh triggered me there because um yeah, it's been six weeks, and it's funny. The first ten days was pretty yeah. rough, and even then, the first month I actually found was pretty challenging. I think uh, a lot of my hormones and stress hormones were cortisol, especially, was just yeah, it was weird sleep patterns, like just just weird. Mm-hmm. Man. It's amazing the effect this stuff has on our our, our adrenal glands and stress hormones. Oh, so, I, uh, yeah. Anyway, it's I've been experimenting. Yeah, yeah, so. good. I, anyways, I ran. No, man. Hey, again, again, like I said, <laughs> I, I'm exactly the same way because. We just keep talking and keep talking. All right, man. Well, awesome. I love okay, it. Okay, man. Well, go have a good day in Bali. Uh, what time is it there now? It's 7 a.m.? It's 7 Whoa, it's late, man. You... <laughs> <laughs> Days just yeah. get you going for a swim? Or I see you're also you're yeah. doing uh, yeah. possible Ironman. Uh... Yeah, it's sort of a lofty yeah. goal, but, you know, I'm going to be – 45 in four years and i was like you know i i one of my uh clients that i i coach and mentor she's a 13 soon to be 14 time iron man uh athlete and uh, she coaches and helps people do that so i've sort of been asking her some questions like is this something that you think i could do in four years time and it's definitely a yes but my weakest link is, is swimming yeah. so I'm, I'm doing doing lessons now yeah. just to learn the technique and get the the conditioning to be able to even swim yeah two miles you know like it's that just or is it two kilometers either way wh- whatever yeah. it is it's uh the distance is is rather intimidating so uh that's what i'm doing i'm getting comfortable with feeling uncomfortable in the water man <laughs> cool man and you got a pool right yeah. in your backyard so you can take yeah, advantage yeah. of that it's not big enough yeah. to do no lessons, yeah but uh we're a five-minute bike ride to uh, the, the local swim pool. Oh, sweet. And, and it's great. It's an outdoor 25-meter lap pool, and uh, it's just awesome. Nice. So uh, you can imagine in Bali, it's, uh, it's a nice-looking pool. Yeah, I'll bet, nice man. Nice-looking pool. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay, uh, buddy. Well, hey, you know when you're coming to Bali, yeah. you got a place to crash if you get here. So uh, just, just tell us. Yeah, a couple more months, and we'll, uh, you know, I should be all the things that are going to happen with uh the previous uh my previous life there are going to happen in the next little bit here so you know moving forward you never know i never know where uh what will happen after that but uh until then man um yeah we'll we'll talk soon and we'll connect on uh some form of social media i'm sure 
let me know how I can help and how I can serve you. And uh, obviously, if you have any questions or need anything, just, just let yeah. me know. And uh, I'm looking forward to, to sharing this podcast out when it drops and uh, letting people know what's happening with yeah, you. Yeah, man. And so it's exciting. Because we'll, so, uh, yeah, we're on iTunes now too. So I'll, I'll put all your all your contact information and, and that on uh, on the notes if you like, yeah, depending yeah, on whatever you want to put okay. in there. It's, it's good yeah. to me, man. Awesome. All right, okay, buddy. So, uh, hey, you be yep. well and uh, keep me posted on whatever you need and uh, good luck. Okay? Yeah. Uh, thank you very much and uh, continue right. being awesome. <laughs> you too. Okay, buddy. All right. I'll yep. see you later. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Wow. All right. There you have it. Uh, that was that was awesome. Uh, that was just the tip of the iceberg uh, talking to Dai. You know, there's so much more that we can talk about and we will talk about. I, I know we're going to have, you know, another podcast conversation. I hope that you had some takeaways from today, maybe learned a few things, maybe are going to be able to get some resources from Dai. Uh, so... Di, I thank you so much for joining me. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for everybody who listened right to the end here. Um, Again, if you want Di's book, anywhere you get books, wherever you get your books, it's called The Whole Life Fitness Manifesto, 30 Minutes a Day for a Healthier Body, Mind, and Spirit. It's a great book. I have it right here, right in front of me. Uh, DiManual.com for some resources. And also join... WLFM, J O I N W L F M dot com to join Dai's 28 day challenge and just connect with like minded people, people who will support you in your journey to epic awesomeness. I'm sure that's a word that Dai would use. But, anyways, thanks for listening. Until next time, I'm Brad, and this is Beyond the Big Red Truck Podcast. <laughs>